And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. to be remembered as the girl who sang her songs for Jesus Christ who was willing to lay down her life and do his will no matter what the price and I'm singing for the deaf man who can hear about salvation through my song and I'm singing for the blind man who can see the light in me and come along live for Jesus that's what matters and when other houses crumble Live for Jesus, that's what matters, that you see the light in me and come along. There are times when I've been tempted to turn off this rugged road I travel on. There are times when I say, Jesus, can't you find another girl to sing your song? Well, I know it's not that I'm the only one who can sing this melody. But he's chosen me to bless me and lead me into what is best for me. Live for Jesus, that's what matters. And when other houses crumble, mine is strong. Live for Jesus. 
But you see the light in me and come along. Live for Jesus, that's what matters. And when other houses crumble, mine is strong. Live for Jesus, that's what matters. That you see the light in me and come along. That you see the light in me and come along. It's that you see the light in me and come along. Amen. Hallelujah, church. Is somebody ready to receive the word of God this morning? Hallelujah. Shall we all stand up? Shall we all rise to our feet? We have praised. We have worshipped. Now it's time to receive some spiritual food. Amen. Can you please help me welcome with much, much excitement? Come on, people. I do not feel your excitement. Can you help me welcome your pastor, my father in the Lord, Pastor Chris? And we will say that you are good and not the Again, and we will say, and we will say that you are good, and the miracles you've done has brought us joy. And we are changed, and all the hope we have, we place in you right now. Father, we declare, Father, we declare that we Lift your hands. Father, we give you thanks and praise. We declare that we love you and we lift our hands to you. We surrender our hearts, our minds to you, our will. We focus and concentrate on you now to receive from you that which you want to give to us today. In Jesus' name, we welcome the Holy Spirit. 
ask the Holy Spirit to move amongst us. Yes, and to have his own way. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's clap for the Lord. Clap for the Lord. And then you may be seated on top of your enemy. Amen. I'm happy to be here with you this morning. I was even excited since last night. I don't know how many of you feel the way I do, that on a Saturday I get excited for Sunday. Ask your neighbor, do you feel like Pastor Phil? Now, I bring greetings from Singapore, from Bishop Daggywood Mills, first of all, to all of you, and for all those that are with Bishop, his wife, and his associates, and then all the international board members that come from different parts of the world to be with Bishop. I also bring you greetings from all of them. Amen. It was a great opportunity for me to show them uh, what we are doing here and the prospects of them coming here to visit all of you. We are always blessed that Cape Town is a major attraction for many people. And so look forward to some great meetings right here in the future. Amen. I also bring great greetings from Jean Lee, the Reverend Jean Lee. I was privileged to meet her because she lives in Singapore. So it was somebody that I had known, the only person I know. Now subsequently I've heard that I know another person, but he found out too late when I was gone. Actually it was an old BMI member that moved to Singapore. He found a wife in Singapore. And so we moved there. So he only realized late that I was there and by the time he wanted to connect to me, I had left already. But I thank God for the opportunity to have been able to travel. Amen? Amen. And I believe that you too will travel soon. Amen. Traveling is a real school. You must travel and then you learn by seeing and hearing. You learn many, many great things. If you don't travel much, you don't know much. But by traveling, you see. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, wisdom is found at the entrance of a city. Wisdom is found at the entrance of a city, in the marketplace and in the streets. So when you enter a city and you see things, then you glean, you glean new knowledge and great wisdom. Because time does not really allow me, I've decided to share tonight a bit more on Singapore and the lessons I've learned there. So if you're free tonight, come at 6 p.m. and enjoy wonderful, wonderful slideshows and many, many other impartations that the people receive here that are hungry for God. Amen. That is a revival tonight at 6 p.m. Hallelujah. Today I want to just share with you also, I, I'm always, I have a lot to say, but I can only say the little bit that I'm allowed to say because of the time constraints. Amen. 
Turn your Bibles to Psalm chapter 25, the Psalm of David. Glory to God. I'm happy to see you all. I'm really happy to see all of you. And I'm always thankful for God for what He has given me in this life the church, the people, the relationships. And it's a blessing. I want us all to have thankful hearts for the fact that you can come sit here this morning. Don't take it for granted that you have the privilege to sit here and then also to know so many people around you. Be thankful about it and uh, you will receive great blessings from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thankful that you have another day. Another day is another chance in your life. Glory to be to God. Amen. In Psalm 25, Verse 1. Can I have it on the screen? I wonder if I must read it in this. Let's do the King, the new the translation I always read, all right? Oh Lord, I give my life to you. Who said the projector is. You need to move now. Can okay, I read the whole psalm, all right? I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced, but disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me for you are the God who saves me, and all day long I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and unfailing love, which you have shown from long ages past. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. Remember me in the light of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his way. The Lord, lead, the Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness all who keep his covenant. Just tell that verse and obey his demands. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a psalm of David, the king of Israel, the sweet singer. Go, go back to verse 3 for me. I want to just linger on this verse as I believe this is something the Holy Spirit wants me to talk about. And I will talk about it. Amen. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced. But this grace comes to those who try to deceive others. Two words from this text I want to use as my subject this morning, preaching just a few minutes, is the word disgrace and deceive. Disgrace and deceive. And let's call it deception and disgrace. This is also a, 
a line that I use when I teach on loyalty in my conferences, and it's taken from Lion King Part 2. I don't know if there was a name for that, but I think it's Lion King Part 2, Simba's Pride. Yeah, Simba's Pride. And then there's a song that says, one of us, but in the song, in Simba's Pride, there's this words, deception and disgrace. So that's the title of my message today, Deception and Disgrace. I have so many messages I want to preach, but I have to listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen. My heart is so touched as I am a pastor now for what? 20 years. 20 years of this church. Yeah. In the month of March, we are 20 years. So this is our 20th year. I've seen many things. I look young and handsome, but it's because I, my wife takes good care of me. But I'm, I've been a pastor for 20 years and I've been an assistant pastor at an, my previous church for five years. So it's 25 years of ministry. I've seen a few things in life. Amen? And uh, one of the sad things in life is when you see people disgraced. I'll give you the definition of it now. The Bible says in John chapter 10 verse 10, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And I, I, I'm so conscious of the enemy's destructive patterns that it really pains me as a shepherd, pains me as a leader to see when people, I'm not talking about you, I'm very happy about you, you know? and that you are here, and that you are receiving, and you are learning. And, and, and the, the, the hope and the plan of God is that you must prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. But, others were here too. And deception has led to disgrace. Are you hearing me? So when you become a pastor over many years and you see a lot of people hmm, disgraced, you can almost become hard. It's like an undertaker who buries people. If he cries at the funeral, I can guarantee you he's lying. Any undertaker who cries is lying because he does it every day. Are you with me? Yeah, so you almost become uh, very resistant to emotions and say, yeah, nee, well, another one bites the dust. They will not worry. They must fool. It's English Afrikaans for you didn't want to hear. You must feel. Are you with me? I, I don't know what people feel that, are, that suffer from disgrace. I don't know what they feel. I really don't know what I feel, but I, I feel a compassion and a pity for people. Yeah, I don't feel chutsu. You know chutsu? It's a koisan word. 
good for you, goed vir jou, is het? Dat is goed so, wat is vaas, goed so. Goed so. Zij wil mosie worry. Do you see? Goed so. I, I don't feel, I like, when I was maybe a bit immature, I would always feel vindicated. It's an English word which means, jylle kan nou sien, ek was recht. Is jylle met my? Jylle kan my sien, ek was recht. Kijk hoe dis grace is die man. But I don't feel like that anymore. I feel sad. I feel almost so. Couldn't it have been otherwise? But the more I teach, and I, the more I believe the Lord has given me an assignment to warn people about the works of, this, of the enemy, the more I see the enemy succeed in deceiving people and eventually leading to their disgrace. It starts right from Genesis and it's continuing all the time. Even with my travels now when I was there, I met some pastors that had not been with us for a long time. And actually they almost cut themselves off from the relationships that we are in with Bishop and everything that comes with it. And the one pastor said his church just grew smaller and smaller and almost collapsed. The construction didn't work, the buildings didn't work. And so he came back with humility because when you are disgraced, it's not easy to come back to face people who warned you. <laughs> it's not easy to come back to say that what you believe didn't work for you. You know? But there were two pastors, and I'm so glad that I saw them. And maybe that's where the sermon comes from, deep within my soul, that they said that when they disconnected, the prosperity stopped. Do you see? The promotion stopped, the, the enlargement stopped, the beauty stopped, the glory stopped. So they come back to connect again. If, if, if there's grace, not disgrace, if there's grace, grace is favor, unmerited favor. This grace is to be cut off from favor. And another word for it is shame. May you never be ashamed. David said, go back, he said, he said, may I not be ashamed and may my enemies, as that verse two, yeah, I trust in you, my God, do not let me be disgraced and let my enemies rejoice not in my defeat. Just look at the King James Version. King James Version. Is there anybody interested in this subject that I want to teach? I, I just feel it's important. He said, oh my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let my enemies not triumph over me. Listen to 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1. He says, the spirit says in the last, in the latter times, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. 
Put NLT. I want to see if they use deceptive, deceptive spirits. Yeah, I say. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, this is our times. Amen? The last times is our times. What will happen? Some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. Are you hearing? In the last days, some, not all, some. I hope you're not of that some. May that some pass you by. Some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits. That's a very powerful word. A spirit can be a deceiver. Are you with me? A deceiver, a deception. Deception. Let me just first uh, give you the definition of the word deception. Deception means a lie. Amen? Deception means a lie, but it's a higher form of a lie. It's, a, it's another form of, it's almost like a sly trickery, a trick lie. Sometimes you can lie outrightly and everybody know you are lying. You see? It's like I jumped into the water and a shark bit me and I took his tooth and I, pr I broke his tooth off and I cut his neck off with his own tooth. Then you say, ah, you lick your lights, eh? <laughs> but you get deceptive lies where, where you tell a lie, but the person that you're lying to is not aware that you are lying. And it's to create some image that is not true. To believe a lie. Right from the beginning in the Bible, you see this where Adam and Eve believed the lie of Satan. Are you with me? He came and he told them it was nice, but it was very subtle, very trickery. Did God, he actually used God's words to make them, can you see? You know? He, and, and, and they believed him. And because of the deception of Satan, the glory that was theirs, the garden, the beauty, the authority, the power, the dominion was lost. God said, leave this that I gave you from your grace to disgrace out. Because you believe the lie. You believe a deception. Are you listening to me? And many of you here today, you must be very careful and I want to pray for you today that the Lord will keep you you see, when, 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 the, when the benediction is spoken in the word of God, he says, may the Lord keep you. Hey, may the Lord keep you. Because we live in a world of deceptive spirits, evil spirits, wickedness, evil, destruction. May the Lord keep. So when the pastor stands to speak over you, don't take it lightly. Receive that benediction. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you. Yeah. You see, if the Lord is not gracious to you, you will be a disgrace. 
May the Lord keep you in this day of doubt and unbelief and of deception that the lie of the enemy won't, fit, won't get into your mind. Because once, this is the lie Satan has used all the time. All the time. And every time when you see deception, you see disgrace. Do you see? The sons of Korah that believed in Korah, they were disgraced. The earth opened up and swallowed them all up. And throughout scriptures you will see the, the, the friends of, of Absalom who ran with Absalom, they were also disgraced. Yeah. And in my understanding and in my little interaction with the small world I live in, I see people who make the wrong decisions because they are deceived. And what happens is they become disgraced. It's a shame. If the preaching hurts and the preaching is offensive, it's what preaching is supposed to do. All right? But there is also a balm of Gilead right here, right now, that the Lord wants to pour on you. A prophet spoke to me in Singapore and, and, and said to me, I must prophesy more. So I told the prophet, I will, I will, I am, I am prophetic. But she said, no, but the Lord is saying to her, I must do it more. So receive prophecy that will come from me even more. Hallelujah. What is this grace? I told you deception is a lie. Are you still with me? Now listen to what is a disgrace. What does a disgrace mean? A disgrace means a dishonor. A disrepute. The state or condition of suffering loss of esteem. Disgrace often implies humiliation. Like you were sent home in disgrace. Dishonor emphasizes the loss of honor that one has enjoyed or the loss of self-esteem. Now here's something important that I think you all will agree with me. Nobody plans out to be a disgrace. <laughs> Nobody intends to move towards being a disgrace, isn't it? Huh? Because disgrace is a shameful thing. But why do people then end up in disgrace, Pastor? That's a good question. And the answer is very simple. That many people end up in disgrace because they believe a lie. They believe a lie. That's why these two D's work together. D-D. Just remember today you heard the sermon on the D-D, the double D. Deception. Disgrace. The main weapon of the devil. Amen. John 8:44. John 8:44. For you are of the children, you are the children of your father, the devil. Jesus was rebuking some people. And you love to do the evil things that he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar 
and is the father of lies. So many people who end up in this disgrace do so because they believe a lie. Can I have an amen? Now, deception doesn't just come by itself. You know? Listen carefully to me, all of you. Oh, I must go back to Singapore and preach it there. Deception is not just suddenly. No. If you remember nicely from if you've been with me for a while, you'll see deception is actually one of the stages of disloyalty. Hello? There were many stages of disloyalty, and deception is a stage in the disloyalty stages. Because people don't become unfaithful overnight. Unfaithfulness to the work of God comes over time. Are you listening to me? Loyalty is another word for faithfulness. God requires of every man and every Christian to be faithful. Are you with me? And that faithfulness is important because it says, stay connected and you will. Everybody say it. Stay connected and you will. Some slogans I want you not to forget, please. Especially the day. God forbid that you walk in disgrace. Remember how pastor used to drill you. Stay connected and? Aha. Uh -huh. Then you must remember it and say, yeah, yeah. Because I disconnected. I walk in shame. Walk in disgrace. I'm saying all that also because as I traveled to Singapore, it cost me a lot of money to go to Singapore. I really didn't want to go there because of... Um, I have so many projects I want to finish here. But I know this principle that if I stay connected, I will prosper. And, I, and sometimes it costs. The anointing is expensive. <laughs> you must chase after anointing. You mustn't just take it lightly like, oh, okay, the, the anointed is there. I can see him again tomorrow. You make a, you make a joke. You are joking. You are joking with anointing. The queen of Sheba traveled a far distance to hear the wisdom of Solomon. My greatest desire is for all of you to come closer to Jesus, who is our Savior our king. And you know, the more I love Jesus, let me tell you something. The more I have my times with Jesus, the more I have my personal quiet times and the more I cry in his presence and the more I feel his, his, his holy presence, the more I'm thankful for what God did for me by connecting me to certain individuals in this life. Yeah? And I've realized that the deceptive lie of the enemy is to disconnect me from people who brought me closer to Jesus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've had such a fight in my life because I'm so connected to Bishop Dag. Even my family, my close family, 
they have, they've disconnected from me because they want me first to disconnect from Bishop, then they will connect again with me. And I've decided to rather stay connected to a power input than be, be connected to useless socializing. Because in life you must make a choice. There's nothing like you can have everything nice. When it comes to the realities of shame and disgrace, then you must know where to be connected. Because your connection speaks about your prosperity. Oh, yes. And some of you are prospering because you're starting to come here. My wife just showed me a lady this morning in the church. And she said, look how, look how beautiful this child has started to turn since she came here. Just the face, even the, the glue on the face. Hey, there'll be a glue on your face. That glow is the glory of the presence that you are walking in. Yeah, these are spiritual things. Non-spiritual people won't understand it. But I'm not here for non-spiritual people. You are here for such a time as this because God loves you so much. He wants you to come closer to Him. But you need help on the way from people that can show you how to get closer to God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like if you want to see Ramaphosa, you, the security will chase you away, far away. But if you know someone who works in the office of Ramaphosa, hey, the chances are that you are hearing things happening on the inside. Are you listening? You will know when the cabinet is going to be this. We will know when that is going to happen and you will know. So it is with God. You want to get close. So you need to get close to those who are closer. Are you understanding? Don't be deceived by people's understanding that you mustn't be so close to human beings because it's, a lie, it's one of the greatest lies of Satan. Whilst we were chatting, and I'll talk more about this tonight, I was privileged to sit close to Bishop because I'm always one of his favorites. So they put me around the table when we are eating. And, and one of the discussions we had was how people hate him just because the people in his church loves him so much. And like they can't understand why do the people love you so much? So they get angry at that type of love. Are you with me? Actually, they would also like people to love them that much, but the people don't. But because they love this one so much, it's almost like, why do you love this man so much? It's spiritual, you see. They might think it's only from standing on a stage, but it's not that. It's what is also given in return. Are you with me? Let me stay with my message. I want to help you because I really will be sad if I see you walk in disgrace one day. If I see you become ashamed. I want the Lord's blessing to be on you. You see, from now on, this is God's way. From this point forward, only goodness and mercy will follow you. Uh, but it's conditional. It's conditional. Where are you connected? 
How, how, how has your connection helped you? Because even your connection here, listen, one of the greatest desires of Satan is to, to disconnect you. Oh yes, to disconnect you. Remember, deception is, is about the fourth stage of disloyalty, fourth or fifth, right? So it starts in the beginning with independent spirit. Come on. Where Satan, who was part of a whole organization in heaven, pulled himself aside and said, I don't want to be part of God's organization. I want to be independent. I want to do my own thing. Do you see now? So the spirit of independence is the start of you becoming deceived and eventually being disgraced. Come on. That's why people who don't want to take membership of the church, they visit now and then, you are still operating in the spirit of independence. Independence is evil, I tell you. It's very evil. And, and people who can't be connected are not humble people. I visit here, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to commit myself here. Hey! Watch yourself and check yourself. It's a spirit of independence. It's only the first start of this loyalty. Yeah. You see, you need to stay connected. I don't want to talk politics. I don't want to, but the Lord said to me, I must help you next year when we're going to vote. I will also help. I never used to think that I must help the people because I thought, just vote who you want to vote for. But the Lord said, no, 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 no. Help, help the people because they don't always have a good understanding. Don't worry. When we get there, we'll come. Just like I help you with vaccinations, I will help you with elections. Amen. Because you are my sheep. And a good shepherd must guide the sheep. Hallelujah. I said that to say, people are now starting to say this. Maybe we got our independence too soon as South Africans. I've read it on the newspaper. Yara, the boeren come for us nog altijd gerulet. Had die land die nou so gelijk he. Have you read it? People are starting to say. <laughs> but we don't want to be connected. We want to be independent. It would have been better if we stayed connected, is what people are starting to say. The whole of Africa, we were so happy. You know, I was in Singapore. I, I, I can't begin to tell you. Tonight I'll show you the pictures. I can't, I can't begin to tell you what has happened to that country. From a slum, slum, like townships, worse than South Africa, to what we call a first world country skyscrapers, 30, 50, 60 stories in the sky, not the people lying on the floor. But they were connected to England, so they got their type of independence in the right time. We got it too early, or in the correct way. It's like a baby. He's in the womb. And imagine the baby is only four months old and say, hey, why can't I also come out? To see the world, yeah. 
Mommy will only like sing. Mommy, mommy can choose what to eat. Snowball, samosa, I must just eat what they tell me to eat. I want to be independent. Let me out. But that baby is dependent on the mother's help and the mother's womb for the mother's protection, for the mother's feeding, for the mother's nurturing, and for the mother's care. But when the child comes out prematurely, the chances of survival is very little. It's not even disgrace, it's death. That's why before we even get to the deceptive stage, we must look at the independent stage. All you who want to be independent, be careful. Be careful. Independence is not good. Amen? That's why churches break up because every, everybody wants to, I can also do this. I can be my own pastor. I don't have to submit under Pastor Chris. I, Satan said, I don't have to be here. I can be my own man. And then listen, listen. After the, after, uh, the independent stage, we get the stage of offense. I'm helping you. Why you will be deceived? Because there are stages before you become unfaithful. You are now faithful, isn't it? Look how you're sitting. Look how nice you look. I even think you like to be here and you came excited because I heard you clapping hands when I went onto the platform. At this stage, you might be still uh, very excited and faithful. But these are the things that come to your heart that start to take away that faithfulness. Number one, independence, an attitude of independence. I don't let anybody tell me what to do. You see, what pastor is saying and this and that, it's for the others, it's not for me. You have a spirit of independence. You're at the beginning stage of your destruction and your disgrace. Number two is the spirit of uh, offense. When you get hurt. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Jesus said, offenses will come. We can't stop it. Amen. Wherever there's human beings, there will be misunderstandings. And you will have hurts and pains and these things. We the shepherds are always looking for who is hurt a lot so that we can put some oil on you. Because, but offenses will come. It did say, woe to you through offenses come, but you will be offended. I, I have a whole book that I want to share with you soon on those who are offended. Because offense really hurts people. And when, when, you are, when, when something happens, you came happily to this church, you came happily to this church for weeks and it was nice and you liked it and suddenly there was a problem and somebody said something or somebody rebuked you or something happened in your family and you feel the pastors didn't deal with it and I'm just talking about what happens is you become offended. It's probably the main cause of people disconnecting. You must be careful because it's a weapon of Satan. Are you with me? Are you with me? Hulle het gesê, ons gaat vernoed brood kruim, maar haas daar nie meer brood oor nie. Ek kom hier my heen toe nie. It's a silly example, but I mean, there are many things that can offend you. You know what offends a lot of people? Rebuke and chastisement. 
Yeah, the Bible says, do not rebuke a foolish man or he will run away from you or he will hate you. Yeah. Do not rebuke a foolish man. He will hate you. Rather rebuke a wise son because he will take it and he will grow stronger. Hallelujah. That's why you don't, if you see me rebuking, it's always those that I think can still, be, still hang around. Yeah. If I haven't rebuked you, it's because I'm afraid of you. I'm afraid that my rebuke will chase you away and you might not return. Never rebuke a foolish person because they will hate you. Yeah. So anybody who hates me, you are foolish. <laughs> you are foolish. Offense. The spirit of offense. Seer. You see, look, in my life, I've probably, through my decision, have offended some people. Yeah. I've offended because they felt I should have taken this decision and I said, no, I feel this is the way. That has hurt people. Now, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. But once down the line, when I give you to God and to time, I see you walk in a, in a, in a, in a realm of disgrace and shame. Not just you, your children and your grandchildren. They don't serve God. They don't do anything. They become lesbians, homosexuals, all these type of crazy mad things. But it's not really their fault. It's when you disconnected. It's when you disconnected, Papa, Mama. Your child is now a vagabond and uh, some problem. And now you want to blame the child, blame the child. But says, ah, babe, Pastor Pretorius and he tent, but the Uchis and the Dukis but you disconnected in another place because you were hurt. You should have stayed. It would have been good for you and for your children. Yes. It was good enough for Sister Mary. Give me that old time religion. It was good for Brother Abba. And it's good enough for me. It's what's good for my mother and father. Rebuke. You know in the old church, the Pentecostals, if you made somebody pregnant, they bring you to the stage. Yeah. Say, you're slechte fornicators. Say for the men, what are you going to do? How are You talk about offense. Say, can you Today we must be so careful who your uh, sister, did I say something wrong? <laughs> My wife is always worried about me because I say what I think, you know? I say, is, is the weak? I, I know it's not a weak, but I'm teasing her. My wife said, don't do that to the people. Because people get offended so easily. So easily. Let me tell you something. Just watch. I don't have a time. Just let me see you. Oh. Let me tell you something. You know the saddest thing in offense. I can also be offended. There are many reasons why a man of God must be offended. You see, Derek, like I've, you've been nurtured here many years, isn't it? Yeah. 
Now, what happens to some people? They leave a church, right? They don't even have the decency, the manners to just come to say, Pastor, I'm going. They just stay away. After all that's been done for them. Then you see them pop up on some poster. They now are a new prophet or some servant of God. <laughs> I mean, the least thing you can do is to come and say, Pastor, I, I was offended or this, or I feel I'm moving to another place. And No, just stay away and not a word. So it's not only the people that are offended, the pastors are also offended. Because is that the gratitude you give? Is that your attitude of gratitude for what we've done for you all these years? Many people find their wives in a setup like this. All these people here connected. Husband found here. Husband, oh, boyfriend found here. Husband found here. Beloved found here. Wife found here. Actually, your wife is not a model of Asi. It's the glory of serving God that makes her beautiful. Because when his wife came to the Lord, she had a big tussle, uh, yeah, a cap, uh, a woolen cap with a, with a, with a Abiba strike suit. So all these are, you, are, 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 are things you should be thankful for. But the, you offend because he says, it was gone, was lying. Then, after spirit of offense, passivity. Passivity. You know when people get upset, now you become passive. The word passive is an English word which means you just sit, you don't do much anymore. You were once an usher, now you say, uh, I don't know what reason you give, but then you become passive. Passivity, you sit. Everybody's doing something, you're doing nothing. And all you do, you find fault with the pastor. You find fault with the worship team. You find fault with the way we welcome you at the door. Because you see, a man who's got nothing much to do, it's easy to criticize. It's easy to criticize. KD, parking owens, the parking attendants, they don't even help you when it's raining. You can say a lot because you're doing nothing. It's passivity. Say it, passivity. The colors made a word, they said, it's a lamb passive. It's a lamb passive. And in a big church like this, you'll find many. That's why we're always encouraging you, get involved. I'm serious. And if anybody, uh, uh, if you feel there's no way for you to get involved, then you come to me because I want you to get involved. The involvement in the church will also save you from backsliding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you now, I must be there Sunday because I must help somebody. Do you see? I must make the chairs right or I must sing in the choir. It's also just for you. Actually, your voice is not good, to be honest with you. Let, let, let me be honest with you. Your voice is not good. Oh, your dancing is out of step. Out of step. So it's not that you doing us a favor. We're doing you a favor by putting you there. 
it prevents you from backsliding. Because when people are passive, if you sit like this, next week you're not here, we don't even know, notice you, because you're not doing anything in the house of the Lord. Are you listening to me? Once you become active, it also chases demons away. Yeah? Not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Yeah? We have many sins. So many, many sins, isn't it? <laughs> but the Lord, he, he, he delivers us from them all. Then after that passivity, you become critical. Yeah. Now, because you, you have time to sit and, and look at everything, you criticize things. You see? Why don't you help to make the fark nice? You just stand there, you just criticize, critical, critical. People who don't do much for God, they can easily criticize. They can stand on the side and criticize because they're doing nothing. Yeah. There's a saying that says, the man who stands outside the trench, he told the workers, this trench is going skew. He can say that because he's not in the trench to work. So he can stand and give them criticism of their work. Yeah. Critical spirits. And it's one of the most dangerous things in the Bible. It was not the fornication and the adultery that caused God to kill all the Israelites in the desert. It was the critical attitude towards Moses, the servant of God, when the Lord said, these people are ungrateful and they are critical. None of them will enter into my rest. They will die like corpses in the wilderness. Did they commit fornication? Yes. Did they commit adultery? Yes. Did some of them steal? Yes. Did some of them lie? Oh, of course. But it was not for any of those things that God made them become dead bodies in the wilderness. It was because they criticized the servant of the Lord. Now you get some brave fools who say, That's not my anointed. That's not my anointed. They actually tell people, don't be afraid of that scripture. Don't be afraid of the curse. Touch the anointed man. Criticize the man of God, man. I can't believe. I was with Bishop now, and one of the things he warned us South Africans of is the criticism of the, of the prophets in our country. Yeah? And I was guilty of it because, I mean, I didn't say outrightly, but sometimes in my mind I think, the and he was, he was giving us a hiding. He said, you South Africans must not criticize the prophets who come from other countries into your country. Do you see? Because a lot of the things they do might not be correct. And he said, like you also, many things you do is also not correct. But now you see the gift that's operating through the man is working. But now because of the other corruption, you criticize everything. And he say, nothing that the man does is from God. That's not mine anointed. And I had to repent in my heart, you see. Yeah. Because some of these guys are so gifted, they can give you your ID back to front. It's prophetic. 
Yeah. But what we've done, we've criticized it because we don't have the gift, you see. Ah, now every time we see them, then we say, yeah. that's why the lady said to me, you will be a prophet. And I was afraid because the church is too small for the numbers of people that were run here. I know your ID, but I don't want to say it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Your start was 7-4. Critical spirit. But let me close. Let me close. After critical, you become political. Yeah. You, 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 you find fault with the church, but you don't want to find fault alone. You, you want to take people with you, then it, then it doesn't look like you're the only one that has an issue. So you go to gossip around tables. She used to sit a lot around tables. I don't know why God was so merciful to her. God kept her through all the tables. She ate up the chicken and she came back. <laughs> like a spy. <laughs> like David's uh, son. David's prophet was a spy in the one camp, huh? Abishach. Yeah. That is a very dangerous thing. Uh, let me warn all of you. Let me warn you. When people are just offended and they are hurt and they're dissatisfied, they don't want to be hurt alone. So they talk to you and they tell you bad things about the church and the pastor. Listen carefully. Then if you believe it, you are of the simple mind that the Bible calls you simple mind. I just don't have time and then I can give you all the scriptures. Yeah. The Bible calls you simple minded because you believe something stupid. But here's the danger of simple minded people. They also suffer and they also suffer disgrace like the person who were originally hurt. Are you with me? Because of your connection to the person. Yeah. I've experienced this not just that I'm preaching theory out of booklets. You can see I'm just talking to you. I'm not even have a pen and a paper in front of me. It's my experience that because you connect now to her, because she's hurt with me, hmm, the same judgment that comes on her will also come to you. Yeah. We had some people that were hurt in the COVID season. And some others that were friends with them said, oh, we will sympathize with you. As, as much as those original hurties got nothing in disgrace and shame, those who connected to them also have nothing, disgrace and shame, the same. The same. One couple had a problem with, with, with what we call a uh, it's an English word that is nicer instead of uh, Romans 1 verse 8 says that God gave them over to reprobate mind where the men desire men and the woman desire woman. Yeah. They, 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 they move beyond the natural state. Yeah. You see? So what happened? A lot of the couples connected to this couple in sympathy. Sympathy. But you know what? I tell you not a word of a lie. All those families who sympathize, sympathize with that couple because their children were depraved. That's, the, that's some strange feelings. All of their children have that same sickness now in their families. Yeah. They can't stay with a, a woman, can't stay with a man, and a man can't stay with a woman. They've chosen to get flats 
in different places and they move in with one another. Fro met fro, man met man, according to Romans 1 verse 8. And when I, me, I thought about it and I said, but could that sickness have been there all along? And the Lord said, no, it's because in the spirit they connected with the wrong people. That same demon infiltrated their families and the judgment of God didn't just fall on the main culprit. It fell on all those that were politically aligned to that person. I'm warning you. You can do it. You can even say what I'm preaching now is, is not true. We leave you to God and to time. I've seen it too much, so I'm, I'm hurt. People who used to dance, who used to sing, used to praise God, they don't have time for God anymore. Because their children were told, don't love, the, don't love this man so much. But the man is going to help you to pray. He's going to help you to take time out to have quiet time with Jesus Christ. To love Jesus more. Yeah. But the enemy has come with deception. And the deception will lead you to disgrace. It's after the political stage we come to deception. Is it right? Are you still with me? I'm closing, I'm closing. Can you hear him playing the piano? It means I'm closing. Wake up the person sleeping next to you. Stages to becoming unfaithful. It's stages. It doesn't come just like that. It takes time. First, independent. You want to be, you don't want to do what pastor is saying. You do your own thing. It's dangerous. Number two, offense. Yeah, you feel offended. Number three, you, you don't do anything in the church. You just sit. You just sit. Yeah. And number four, you become critical. Yes. Then number five, you become one Political. You invite others to join your, 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 your unhappiness. Then now, this is the one I'm closing. Number six, deception. You, you, you see, here's the key. Listen, everybody. Whatever you listen to a lot, whatever you listen to a lot becomes your persuasion. In other words, you are persuaded. And then that persuasion becomes your belief. Do you see? I believe it now. And then that will be your lifestyle. You will fight for it. You'll be deceived. Yeah. And this is what happened to some of our people here. They went to what we call useless socializing. Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, all the talks. Even though there was a shepherd, even though God had given them a shepherd. Can I tell you what's the greatest gifts that God gives to people? Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. And he gave, he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Who gave? He gave to you, but you don't like it. Imagine you give a gift to someone and that person phone you back and say, 
No man, I got the gift but I don't like it. How will you feel? God gave you a pastor, a teacher, a prophet, apostle. You say to God you don't like it? You don't like him? <laughs> he gave gifts to men. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. How must God feel? The person that He sent to help you, to lead you, to guide you, you don't want it. You go for TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, what's so good? And then you constantly heard the persuasion. The persuasion. The earth is flat. The earth is flat. The earth is flat. The earth is flat. I think the earth is flat. Maybe the earth is flat. Yes, the earth is flat. What you constantly hear becomes your persuasion. What you are persuaded of will become your belief system and you will believe it. You will sound like a madman but you will believe it. Because you have become pastureless. The king of the burr. Is it the burr? Yeah, the king of the burr. The demon of the burr has entered you. You have no green pastures. You don't receive the words of the gift that God gave to you. He gave gifts to you. You don't receive it. So now you, whatever TikTok has told you, ah, Yalvis, I see dirty. Because you don't have a good voice, spiritual voice. You see, so you are deceived. Now, what is it? You believe a lie. Everybody say, believe a lie. Believe. It's not like you, 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 you're not sure. You believe. You believe. This church is not a good church. This church, because I heard on TikTok, this is the rules of a cult. People love their leader. People go to church many hours. People are... Hmm. Behind this, the devil is laughing at you. <laughs> because the end of the matter is to see you in disgrace and shame. When I walked the streets of Singapore, I thank God that I didn't give up on my connection. I thought, look where, what God, where God has brought me, what God has done. I spoke to my son, he's studying in America. I said, do you know that you're in America because of this and this thing that happened to daddy many years ago? He said, I'm fully conscious of it. And I thank God every day for you. He said, many people must come to thank you. But the, 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 the attitude and the spirit of thankfulness is also one of the wickedness that will go out in the last days. Men will not be, people will be ungrateful and unthankful. Yeah, it was one of the evils of the last days. That's why they can't say, you, 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 you're, too, you're too thankful. Parents are saying to the children, you are so appreciative of the church and don't be so thankful. Huh? It's an evil of the last day. Men will be ungrateful 
and unthankful. Deception. Disgrace. After deception, they become what? Uh, open rebellion. They don't even afraid to go on Facebook and say bad things about the, the man of God, the church. Open rebellion. The first one, they were hiding. Like some of you are now hiding. I don't know. Some of you might not have good things to say about us, but you are hiding. But there comes a time when you openly say, now I'm going to say it. But unfortunately, the last stage, it's called in the studies execution, but I want to call it the stage of disgrace. The stage of disgrace. Where you will be brought to a morsel of bread. <laughs> you will be brought to shame. And I don't rejoice in it. It's not like, No, 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 no. Don't do that. It's a disgrace. It's a fall from grace. It's a fall from a high level of honor to nothing. Your children don't have an appetite for church. They sleep late because you also sleep late. You're cleaning the garden, you're sweeping in front of your house on a Sunday morning where, where some time ago you were excited to get done to go to the house of the Lord. Because of all the stages of your unfaithfulness, you come to a level of disgrace. You don't have God in your life. Then what happens? Your children bring shame to the family. And then you want to point fingers to the children. But you, you disconnected. You couldn't tell your child. My father told us, whilst you're under my roof, you will go to church. And you will go with me to church. You don't have a choice here. Absalom, the son of David, rode his horse into a tree and he got stuck. I believe at Anagazo campus now, they've built a new statue of Absalom stuck in the tree. I want to go and see it. Judas, he hanged himself. Suicidal. May the Lord keep you. This thing I, I speak about to you this morning. It's not something trivial or lightly. When I see the children of people that were once serving God have no direction in life just to have a car and a house but no appetite for God and His godly things. I cry deep down inside and I say what a shame what a disgrace some go into backsliding Back to the wine bottles. Back to their smoking addictions. But they were once on fire for the Lord. 
but deception the lie of Satan has brought them the disgrace that Adam and Eve suffered when they were chucked out of the garden with nothing but nappies on may you not be ashamed my friend as I walked in the beautiful streets of Singapore I, I thank God for where he's brought me and I looked at my critics and my enemies and I felt a compassion on them and I said Lord be merciful because they believed a lie and the fruit has shown that their lies have brought them nothing but shame and disgrace If you are sitting here this morning and you think you don't need to give your life to Christ, you still have another chance one day when you fix your things. That's another big lie of Satan. If you don't come to God today, you might not get another chance tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might never come for you. Start to change from this day. Today, today, everybody stand to your feet. Don't move around, nobody goes anywhere, just stay prayerful. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here. To perform His mighty works after the preaching of the Word. I don't know how long you will be around, my friend. I don't know how long. But I pray that the Lord shall keep you. The attacks and the snares and the lies and the deceit and the deception is wild. It's wild. It's wild. Men become lovers of pleasure. No more lovers of God. In the last days, the people will be ungrateful and unthankful. But may the Lord keep you may the Lord keep you I want to pray for some people.
spirit of the lord is here let me first ask you if you've come here today somebody invited you but you're not born again you're not living the life of a christian and you want to become a strong christian and follow after god start to serve god you are tired of the way you are living you want to start the fresh and new that can start for you right here today in this very auditorium if you are here maybe you are backslider you want to serve god but because of the voices you've heard you have not the fire in your life has grown cold today is another day god wants to restore you god wants to give the fire back into your heart i want to ask you if i'm talking to you and you want to receive christ you want to commit your life again put up your hand i want to pray with you put it up high i will put it up high put it up high i want you to come out and stand here with me don't be ashamed come stand here with me i want to pray for you i'll trust you in the night and i'll trust you in the day come 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 i'll trust you lord in the night time i will trust you in the day oh i trust you every moment of the way come come quickly come quickly i'll trust you lord in the night time i will trust you in the day Lord I'll trust you every moment of the way I'll trust you I'll trust you in the night time I will trust you in the day Lord I'll trust you every moment of the way All right let me pray for this people Let's try to stop the movement ashes at the back try to stop the movement we are not finished with the church there's a lot of people coming here for prayer it's a very solemn moment makalibushate lift your hands here holy spirit this is not a ritual <laughs> i feel the touch of god's hand so warm and so tender oh he's leading me in the path that i must go i will have no fear when jesus walks beside me i'm sheltered safe within the arms of god Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the many souls. Thank you for your word that is piercing like an arrow and a sword. We commit our lives to you again afresh. Protect us from the voice of Satan, the voice of the wicked man. the voice of the political evil 
Everybody in front say this prayer after me say dear Lord Jesus dear Lord Jesus I come to you today I come to you today just as I am just as I am I respond to the word I respond to the word that I heard the preacher preach that I heard the preacher preach I'm sorry for my sins I'm sorry for my sin I'm sorry for my mistakes I'm sorry for my mistakes please forgive me please forgive me wash me wash me with your precious blood with your precious blood give me another chance give me another chance come into my heart come into my heart lord jesus lord jesus come in today come in today come in to stay come in to stay come into my heart come into my heart please jesus please jesus write my name write my name in the book of life in the book of life wash away my sin wash away my sin with your precious blood with your precious blood with my heart with my heart i believe i believe and with my mouth and with my mouth i confess i confess jesus christ jesus christ came to die for me came to die for me and he rose again and he rose again on the third day on the third day please lord please lord become my father become my father i will be your child i will be your child and i will follow you from this day and i will follow you from this now strengthen me now strengthen me to live a spiritual life to live a spiritual life help me help me from the voices from the voices that try to deceive me that try to deceive me save me save me from wicked men from wicked men and a wicked woman and wicked woman i want to serve you i want to serve for you. the rest of my life for the rest of my life i want to get be excited i want to be excited for the things of god for the things of god oh lord oh lord please help me today please help me today in jesus name in jesus name God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.